What a game last night. What an effort by Glenn Maxwell. We just heard from him. Let's cross now to Mumbai to our great friend Bharat Sundarasan, who was there and witnessed it all live. Hello, Bharat. Um, hello, guys. Yes, uh, it's uh, one of those innings that will take a long, long, long time for it to sink in, not just for us, for Glenn Maxwell himself. Uh, and uh, what you just heard there was him speaking to uh, a, a, a handful of Australian media who are here. Uh, and he was stood right next to the dressing room. Uh, so he couldn't even come down the steps again because he wasn't sure he would be able to go back mm-hmm. up. Um, and yeah, you could see it in his eyes. You could see it in his face. He was just, uh, he was still in shock about what he just pulled off. But, but so were we. Well, Barat, take us through what it was like to actually be there in the stadium to witness that. And when Australia were seven for 91, they were gone for all money. What was it like? Oh, gone, gone for all money. And at that point, I think everyone, including Australian supporters, were um, preparing themselves for this um, Afghanistan fairy tale, right? Like, uh, uh, here they are, uh, a team that nobody really gave uh, a chance uh, to uh, even pushing Australia, despite their performances in this tournament. Um, and uh, they were so much so far on top, they had a medium pace of bowling with three slips in place and the lights at the Wankere. It, it really did sound like a fairy tale. And, uh, we were all preparing for the inevitable uh, of uh, uh, how you would write up this Afghanistan win. And then Maxwell hit a few boundaries. He got dropped. Uh, he was given out LBW, got a reprieve. And even at that point, you felt like, oh, it's just a matter of time now. Um, and then he started hitting a few sixes. Then he started cramping. Uh, and you were like, okay, at some point, he's going to hit one ball up in the air and he's going to get out. Uh, but it just didn't happen. But he kept cramping and he couldn't move. Um, and, uh, you know, I just wrote down this line in my copy. Generally, when someone pulls off something as miraculous as Glenn Maxwell, what Glenn Maxwell did, people say, build him a statue. You don't have to. He yeah. was already in statue form yeah. in the middle. He couldn't move. So, Barat, he has to have someone hold up the other end. How worried were you that it wasn't going to be Glenn Maxwell that wasn't going to hang around to finish the job off, but someone was mm. going to let him down? What, what was the thought there? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, one thing we know about Pat Cummins is you've got a great defensive technique yeah, <laughs> that we've seen yeah. in the last few years. And uh, having said that, he's been striking the ball as well as uh, he has in a long, long time. Mm. Uh, so you had him at the other end. And it, that's the thing, right? Like you just, even, even statistically speaking, um, at, on one end, one man has played uh, the knock of his life. Maybe, yeah. the, I mean, it's definitely the greatest ODI knock of all time. Ooh. Made first ever double hundred in uh, the second or, or in a run chase. And at the other end, you had someone playing the second slowest knock ever <laughs> in, a, in a World Cup match. And this is in the same partnership. I mean, if that doesn't tell you just how bizarre and strange last night was, nothing will. But I, I will say this, like as Pat Cummins walked into his press conference, for his press conference, um, I bumped into him before he entered the room. We just looked at each other, his blue eyes twinkled. Uh, and we had to say nothing. We just looked at each other and at the same time just went, Wow. <laughs> and that's how he was feeling as well uh, at that point. And so were we. He has such a cheeky yeah. smile as well. Well, it's been a lot of conjecture and talk about is it the greatest ODI mm. knock ever seen? Uh, a couple of really well qualified gentlemen called Sachin Tendulkar and Michael mm. Vaughan say that mm. it is. You just endorse their comments. Fox Sports have collectively put together a top 10. They have Maxwell at number one. Rohit Sharma's 264 against Sri Lanka in 2014 at two. Sir Vivian Richards, 189 against England in 1984 at three. K. 
Capital Devs, 175. What an all-rounder against Zimbabwe in 1983. Then Herschel Gibbs, 175 Mm. against Australia in 2006. That's in fifth position. At number six, Adam Gilchrist, and he's 149 against Sri Lanka in 2007. I could go on. Is it unanimous, do you think? Well, not unanimous. Is it? Universally accepted as the best one-day international innings. Yeah, and you just said it earlier. I've said such internal things, so we can't disagree. I mean, he played <laughs> yeah, more runs, played more matches. And all this was happening when Glenn Maxwell was in front of uh, the Sachin Tendulkar statue as well. Ooh. Don't forget. And that last six that he hit to win the match went just to the right of Sachin Tendulkar's statue. So, uh, no, I mean, if you, if you put it into context, uh, and often like, you know, with sport, there are performances then which retrospectively become the best ever, the greatest ever, right? right. But, but it was what Maxwell produced was so special. In that moment, you realize, even before he finished it off, I was standing right next to Michael Vaughan at that point. Uh, and uh, you could see that both of us and everyone there unanimously agreed that what we are witnessing is the greatest knock uh, ever. And even if he hadn't pulled Australia over the line, it would still have been up there. But the fact that he did it mm-hmm. and made a double hundred while he was at it, just made it even more special. And uh, yes, I mean, by far, I think uh, no doubts that it was the greatest ODI knock of all time. And it wouldn't have diminished from the knock, but the fact that he's not out was beautiful as well. It looked like Afghanistan were going to steal it, and uh, Rashid Khan was playing a fair part of that. He's 35 off the final mm. 18. We need to give a little bit of thought and condolences to Afghanistan. Mm. They've been huge in this tournament, but that's probably cost them their chance now to play finals. Uh, you think so. I mean, they'll have to get over the line against South Africa to give themselves a chance. But their net run rate has taken a proper beating. Mm. So they'll need both New Zealand and Pakistan to lose their respective final games uh, against Sri Lanka and England. Uh, but, oh, you're so right. I mean, you have to feel for Mujibur Rahman. Uh, he's been such a star performer in white ball cricket. And, you know, the catch, it went straight to him at short fine oh, uh, yes. leg. Uh, as Maxwell attempted the reverse sweep. And I think Maxwell was in his 30s at that point. It's been a very early finish for us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things, right? Uh, you look back at sport and uh, uh, in these magical moments, someone always has to fall, uh, like, you know, be a fallen uh, star. And it was Mujib and, and the Afghans. These really did feel bad for them. Just looking at their faces uh, throughout the day. Poor, I just walked past Ibrahim Zadran. Who made a hundred, a very good mm. hundred, a valiant hundred in the first inning. Nobody's going to be speaking about that much, no. will they? Will they? So I think, yeah, you have to feel for them. But ha, huh, I mean, they can also uh, maybe uh, years from now look back and say we were there, like Pat Cummins said when Glenn Maxwell did that. Well, he's known as the Big Show. He certainly had an eventful two weeks, hasn't he? <laughs> he had the century <laughs> off forty odd balls and then knocked himself out. That's that's Glenn Maxwell, right? Mm. Like, you know, these things happen to Glenn Maxwell. <laughs> He's just a freak of nature. Um, you're right. I mean, that when he hit, hit that 40-ball 100, uh, yeah, some people said, oh, it's just against the Netherlands. Uh, so he'd already had his OMG moment for the for the World Cup, you thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you didn't know that he had this up in store. And in between, like you said, his family comes over, he falls off a go- golf cart, and he did say last night that, the one thing he's going to do when he goes to Pune is stay away from golf carts. So that's a good sign. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I mean, there is so much to it, right? Like, I mean, if, if, we had, if he had pulled that off without the cramps, it would still have been the greatest innings of all time. But the mm. fact that he did it in that fashion, where he just could not move, and some of the shots he played, the reverse ra- ramp, 
with a broken body. Uh, you know, the, the power he was generating through the cow drives, which just kept going for four. And the fact that he pulled off the penguin walk as well in between yeah. to take a couple of <laughs> yeah. singles. And there there is just so much. There were young kids all around the world now saying... Uh, Foot movement's overrated. Just plant your feet and yeah. give it a swing. Hey, uh, what's Australia do now? We take on Bangladesh on Saturday. That's our final game. Uh, mm. Will they be fiddling around with the side at all? Does Steve Smith come back into it? How's his vertigo? Uh, I don't think he was at the ground, to be honest. Uh, he had a bit of a black yesterday before the game and then uh, shook his head and walked off. And if you are having vertigo, there's, there was no point in him uh, staying back at the ground. I mean, he would be gutted as well. He missed out on watching the greatest innings of all time live mm. uh, if he was uh, not around. And um, I think he will be back. Uh, now what we do know is Australia will face South Africa. I mean, that semi-final yep. is already confirmed yep. uh, the, because South Africa second and Australia will be third, whatever happens from now on, or vice versa. Uh, the only question is, uh, do they play each other in Kolkata or in Mumbai? Because that depends completely on... Uh, the last two games for New Zealand and Pakistan. Mm. Because if Pakistan do sneak through, then India-Pakistan will be Calcutta and I will stay back in Mumbai for that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, maybe, look, Mitchell Stark had uh, an off day again uh, with the ball, you'd say. Uh, he bowled that one one fantastic Yorker, but just his radar towards the end. Do they give Sean Abbott a game? Mm, you wonder, because there is a big gap between uh, the 11th, which is when Australia play Bangladesh, and uh, their potential semi-final on the 16th in Calcutta. So, uh, Barat, they might even you, think we'll just stick to what they have. Yeah, but Brad, when you've seen Joe Inglis in that hat-trick moment that set up the hat-trick with that shot, mm. is that enough to make you think of Alex Carey again or not? Oh, I thought of him at that moment, absolutely, as right. the ball. Even before the ball was snared, really? snared that slipped. Or even even before Josh Inglis walked out to bat. Like, it's not just okay. me. A couple of us, like, just... Uh, Aussie journalists just looked at each other and said, ooh, wouldn't you have preferred Alex Carey walking in now? Ah, and, uh, yeah. you know, again... Yeah against uh, the way he plays spin as well. And look, to Josh Inglis' credit, he's made a 50, got a few crucial runs here and there. Uh, but it, just his dismissals in the last two games kind of tell you, now with the big games coming up, yep. uh, or gotcha. the big game coming up, I think go back to Alex Carey. Gotcha. Well, Barat, you are living the dream over there. You witnessed a moment in time and you saw it live. It's something you'll never, ever forget. And anyone that watched it on TV or listening on the radio would feel exactly the same. We mm. appreciate your time again today. We'll speak to you again next week. Oh, oh. he's just dropped out. I'm, I'm sure he's happy that he spoke to us, Roach. Uh, Roach, get ready, all right? Every, actually, everyone else get ready. Roachy's roast, the time-honoured journalistic masterpiece is coming up. And I can tell you what, he has lined up an ex-colleague. The old Roach is back. No, he lined me up. You've returned fire, Roach. With Let's a, get this right. With a little bit of extra ammo, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> Funny really, that. I'm looking forward to it. Not unusual, is it? Ah, uh, oh, Tom Jones, <laughs> eh? <laughs> oh, I love it. It's not unusual. All righty, as we go to a break, though, let's hear the final four balls of Glenn Maxwell's innings. That's gone way, way back. Way back. Maxwell into the 180s. Far enough, is it? Yes, it is by a metre. Maxwell moves into the 190s. Thrashes that through the offside for four more. They won't stop that either. Maxwell to 195. A six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here's on their feet. And Maxwell hits it high. Can it make it? It does.
should not have to walk off the park. He should be 